أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما أنعت خلقنا we created السماء والأرض the sky and the earth وما بينهما and whatever that is between them باطلا aimlessly no we have not created all of this in vain in باطل Rather, we have created them بالحق Because the opposite of باطل is حق We have created them بالحق Meaning for a reason, for a just cause وَمَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاءَ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا بَاطِلًا The sky, this earth, whatever is in between was not brought in existence for no reason. No, it was created for a reason, for a good purpose. Batilan is understood as khalqan batilan. And what is batil? False. What is false? That which is baseless. That which does not have a sound basis, a solid foundation. It's in vain. Likewise, over here, batilan is understood as li'ajlil batil. Meaning for a false purpose. For a vain purpose. No, all of this was created for a reason. ذَلِكَ That is, what is? That this entire creation is aimless. This is ظَنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا It is the assumption of who? Of those people who disbelieve. فَوَيْلٌ So a big destruction. لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا For those who disbelieve مِنَ النَّارِ From the fire. ظن What is a ظن? ظن is an assumption regarding something without any proof. So the people who say that this universe was created without a reason, meaning there is no creator, this belief of theirs is based on a ظن. Meaning it's an assumption they have made about the existence of this universe and they have no proof for that. It's a ظن. And it can only come from those who deny الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Those who disbelieve in Allah, in the hereafter, in the prophets, in the scriptures. And for such deniers, there is great punishment of the fire. وَيْلٌ What does وَيْل mean? وَيْل is a kalima adab, it's a threat of punishment. And notice وَيْلٌ It indicates a great punishment. نَكِعَ is for the purpose of magnifying this object, that there is a great punishment for those who disbelieve from the fire. The universe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created is just too beautiful and too intricate to be here without a reason. It just doesn't make sense. It's illogical to think that all of this is here without a reason. I mean, it's amazing. We look at a flower and we see its colors or we see its patterns or we see the kind of petals the flower has, or the shape that it has, or the way that it grows, and we know there is a reason why it is like that. Isn't it so? Every creature, why is its beak like this and not like that? Right? Its colors, its feathers, its fur, for everything there is a reason, or is there not? There is, right? So how is it possible that this whole universe is here, for no reason. There's got to be a reason. It doesn't make sense. Even the smallest of things in this world are serving a purpose. 
So how could it be that this whole universe is serving no purpose? There's got to be some purpose. In Surah Al-Jathiyah, Ayah 24, Allah says, وَقَالُوا مَا هِيَ إِلَّا حَيَاتُنَا الدُّنْيَا نَمُوتُ وَنَحْيَا وَمَا يُهْلِكُنَا إِلَّا الدَّهْرِ They say, meaning the deniers, they say that it's nothing except this life of ours. We die, we live, and nothing destroys us except the passage of time. And this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to, that this is the belief, this is the assumption of those who deny. In Surah Al-Hijr, Ayah 85, Allah says, وَمَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ in Surah Al-Mu'minun, Ayah 115, You thought you were created in vain and you will not be returned to Allah? So what is the purpose? In Surah Al-Dhariyat, Ayah 56, Allah tells us, This whole world as if it's revolving around the human beings. Everything in this world is such that the human being can live, can prosper. It's as if the whole world is somehow helping people live. And we have been made for what purpose? For worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if all of this is considered to be without a purpose, then the result will be that all people will be the same. Those who live good lives and those who live evil lives. Those who are fair and those who are unfair. The oppressors and the oppressed. Everyone will be the same. Everyone will die, return to the earth and become the same. Is that fair? It cannot be fair. And this is what Allah questions. Am or نَجْعَلُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا نَجْعَلُ We make الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those who believe وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And they do righteous deeds. Shall we make them كَالْمُفْسِدِينَ فِي الْأَرْضِ Like those who spread corruption in the earth? One is a person who is living with iman. He is focused on amal salih. And amal salih is entirely about giving, giving, giving. And there is another person who is mufsid on the earth. He is causing corruption, chaos, mischief in the land. Hurting others, abusing others. Should they be made the same? Am or naj'alu. Shall we make al-muttaqina, those with taqwa, kal-fujjar, like those who are wicked? Muttaqeen, muttaqi, one who has taqwa. Fujjar, plural of the word fajir. And who is fajir? An immoral person. You see fajir from fajara. And fajara is when something bursts. Like for example, you know, a river or a waterfall is just bursting forth at a large scale. Fajr is called fajr. Why? Because sunlight, it bursts through the sky crack of dawn and then the light just pierces through, it comes through and it takes over. This is what fajara is. And fajir is a term that's used for a sinful person who openly, defiantly does wrong without any guilt, without any remorse, without any hesitation and he keeps on doing it without any repentance. You see, one is that a person does something really bad and then later on he repents. Okay, alhamdulillah. Or at least he apologizes. And the other is a person confidently does something wrong and he doesn't have any hesitation nor does he have any feelings of remorse or guilt. No. Openly, confidently doing wrong, abusing others, hurting others. This is who a fajr is. Someone who doesn't even have haya of people. I mean, generally people have some haya of Allah. 
some respect for God. And if a person does not have that, at least he has some respect for people. And if he doesn't even have respect for people, he has respect for their criticism or the fact that they disagree with him or the fact that they don't like what he has said. Fajr is someone who doesn't care. Just doesn't care. Just selfish, concerned about only himself, confidently doing wrong, saying wrong. This is who Fajr is. Allah is asking, one is a person who has taqwa. What is taqwa? Conscious, careful, protecting oneself, guarding one's tongue, guarding one's mind, guarding one's hand, guarding oneself all the time. I should not do anything to hurt someone. And Fajr is someone who doesn't care about hurting others. Should these two people be made the same? No way. It doesn't befit the balance which is within this universe. It doesn't befit the creator of this universe to let two such individuals become the same. No, this will not happen. In Surah Al-Jathiyah, Ayah 21, Allah says, أَمْ حَسِبَ الَّذِينَ اجْتَرَحُوا السَّيِّئَاتِ أَمْ نَجْعَلَهُمْ كَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Do those people who commit evil think that we will make them like those who believe and do righteous deeds? How? That sawa'an mahyahum wa mamatuhum That their life and death is the same? No. Sa'ama yahkumun. It will not be the same. This life is a test. After this is death and then is judgment. And a person will be judged based on his life, how he lived. Am naj'alul muttaqeena kal fujjar? No way. So in these two verses, it's made clear. There's a huge difference between believing and not believing. You go back to the beginning of the surah, الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فِي عِزَّةٍ وَشِقَاقٍ They refuse to believe. And then their excuses and their baseless objections are mentioned. And all of them are refuted. And the Prophet ﷺ is given the example of Dawood ﷺ. And then again we're reminded there's a huge difference between believing and not believing. Kitabun. Allah says, this is a book. What book will tell you what your purpose is over here? What book will tell us what iman is, what amal salih is? What book will tell us what is taqwa and what is fujur? It is the Qur'an, kitabun. This is a book. أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكُ We have revealed it to you, O Prophet wasallam. For what purpose? For the purpose of guidance. For the purpose of instruction. And this kitab, it is mubarakun. It is blessed. What is mubarak? Mubarak is that which is full of barakah, full of blessing. What is barakah? Al-khayr al-wasir. Al-khayr, good, that is wasir. What is wasir? Vast. Okay, all-encompassing. See, there are some things from which we get only a limited benefit. Limited benefit. Like for example, if you have a membership somewhere, then you get to enjoy the benefits that they promise you. Okay? But even those benefits are limited. As long as you pay for that membership, you can enjoy those benefits. The moment you sign off, the moment you close your account, that's it. No more benefits. Correct? Mubarak is that whose blessings are too many and they're endless. And Mubarak is that which is a source of only blessing. Not evil, not harm. You see, there are some things in life, they are a source of benefit, but we also suffer because of them. Isn't it? 
Like for example, your phone. You say, oh, there's so much good in it. I can do this, I can do that, I can do this. I mean, you start listing the things that you can actually do with your phone. There's so many. But at the same time, does it harm you? Of course it does. But the Qur'an, Allah says, it is mubarak. Meaning there is nothing you get from the book of Allah except that it is good for you. Even if you get tired because of it, even that fatigue is good for you. If you get thirsty because of it, that thirst is good for you. If your time gets limited because of the book of Allah, even that is good for you. It is mubarak. It's only goodness upon goodness upon goodness. It's khayrul wasir. Khayrul kathir. Kathirul khayr. There's a lot of good. It's full of goodness. And it's not just good khayr, but also fawaid, benefits. Kathirul fawaid. Many benefits. Worldly, as well as religious. And regarding the hereafter. Meaning this is a book that's a source of benefit for its believers, for its adherents, for its reciters in this world and in the next world. It will help them, it will benefit them, it will bring good to them in their worldly matters, in their religious matters, and in the matters relating to their hereafter. How is it Mubarak? If you think about it, it's recitation. For every letter, ten good deeds. Even if a person doesn't understand. Seriously. I mean, that is Mubarak. Because technically, you can only benefit from a book if you can understand it. Isn't it? But the Qur'an is such that even if you don't understand it, you're just reciting it, with Iman of course, it's a source of reward for you. Technically, you can only read a book if you know how to read the letters. But the Qur'an is such that you can even read it by memorizing. And how do you memorize? Not just by reading the text, but even by listening. So, it's Mubarak in the sense that every person can benefit from it. Old, young, Arab, non-Arab, learned, illiterate, every type of person can benefit from the book of Allah. It is Mubarak. And of course, when a person reflects on its meanings, when a person studies its meanings, then the more a person tries to take from the book of Allah, the more gifts, the more blessings it brings to him. Meaning, you can never run out of benefits you can get from the book of Allah. You understand? There's some things which, you know, you do once, you do twice, you do thrice, and you're like, I think I'm done. Right? You go to a theme park, you go to Wonderland, now I don't know what it's called, but you go there once, you go there again, and you go there again, you get a season's pass, and then by the end of it, you're like, I think I'm done. There's nothing more to explore. There's nothing more to enjoy for me. I remember Ustazah saying that she has studied the book and taught it so many times. But every time she goes through it, she finds something which she never remembers from before. Like it's something new and something she's learning from it every time. So inshallah all of us should study this book until our last breath. There was a kid that I was going to a duxi. He recently registered and he was telling the Malin that he was coming, he finished the Quran 13 times and that he was coming back again for a 14th time. So. 13 times already done back again for the 14th time. Why? Because it's something that you cannot get tired of. If you truly are benefiting from it, you can never exhaust its benefits. 
I read a story once a young boy he went to a scholar he was living in a small cottage along with the river he said I don't understand that uh, when we read Quran we say it gonna clean your heart and I don't understand it so can you explain it to me the scholar said okay there's a bucket over there is having a coal inside it empty it and then fill the bucket for me then the young boy he went to the river and he took the water in it and it was all black inside the bucket was all black so he took the uh, he took uh, filled the bucket with the water and he rushed to the, the scholar then he saw that water is dripping then he went back and he filled again then went to the scholar then all the water was dripped down third fourth time then finally he went to the scholar he said what are you up to why are you telling me to do that it's all having a hose inside then the scholar said um now look at the bucket right so when you even the water did not stay in the bucket but it clean it right because you did it three and four times this is how the quran if some you don't understand it but it is cleaning your heart subhanallah yes and each time you try to understand it it helps you in in a different way i just noticed the beauty of it that uh, when the ayah came for daud alayhi salam Allah Ta'ala addressing him and he's warning him and he's giving him instructions but Allah Ta'ala started it by saying we have made you khalifa so gave him honor first before kind of telling him and then told him what to do and then the next thing is what not to do and then the consequences mm-hmm. and then in this ayah too the warning is there but when it has been addressed it has been said ulul albab the people of intellect mm-hmm. and um, so the beauty is there how you address it like because so many women are here mm-hmm. little children the mother say nasty things to their children when they are telling them what to do or not to do and they are little children and we do not give them honor or the teachers sometime will i'm not talking about teachers here but generally sometime specifically mothers when they are teachers they need to think about themselves right? they will not like honor it they'll just start telling them what they don't know mm-hmm. but it it's done with such a beauty that though it has been told it has been told by honoring the other person and telling them what they possess and what their honor is and then giving the responsibility in a way that they feel like doing yes which is so beautifully done yes. and this is the baraka the blessing of the quran that you don't just learn the law the rules but even the etiquette the fine details that we can benefit from so the quran is mubarak its reward is endless its benefits are endless its understanding the benefits that a person can derive from it for his understanding for application for following the quran there endless if you think about it the language of the quran is arabic and it's because of this quran that believers are united right upon one language then we see the quran is a shifa for the diseases of the heart diseases of the body and no matter where a person he reads it he understands it he recites it he listens to it no matter what a person does with the book of allah it will be a source of benefit for him assalamu alaikum and i was and thinking that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling it himself this book as a baraka mubarak that should be enough for us and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying it is mubarak for us it is mubarak for us there's yes. no doubt about it that is very true even if we don't see the baraka immediately if allah is saying that it is mubarak that baraka is definitely there So mubarakun why has Allah revealed this book liyadabbaru ayatihi so that they reflect on its verses who should reflect on its verses who is they referring to people to whom this book has been sent to they must do tadabbur on its verses 
يَدَّبَّرُوا From the word تَدَّبُّر And تَدَّبُّر is to reflect, to ponder And it's from the root letters دَالْبَرَى دُبُر is the back The back of something And تَدَّبُّر is to reflect on the purpose, the objectives, the cause behind something And تَدَّبُر of a text is to reflect on the words of the text It is to reflect upon the words in order to understand the meaning of the text. لِيَدَّبَّرُوا آيَاتِهِ Meaning, they don't just recite the text, but they reflect on the words of the Qur'an also, so that they can understand the meaning. تَدَّبُّر is to repeat something in one's heart, over and over again, until the meaning becomes clear. So تَدَّبُّر on the Qur'an is for instance, reading an ayah. That's the first step. You read the ayah. Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka mubarakun. Then you look at the meaning of mubarak. What does the word mubarak mean? That is tadabbur. And then looking at how is the Quran mubarak. That is also tadabbur. Liyadabbaru ayati. Notice over here, lam. Allah has revealed this book in order that people reflect on the verses. So the verses are such that we can reflect on them. We must reflect on them. And this is the ayah based on which some scholars have said that learning tafsir of the Qur'an, it can be said that it is mandatory. It's wajib. Why? Because without learning the meaning of the Qur'an, we cannot understand the text of the Qur'an. And if we're not understanding it, we're not fulfilling the purpose for which this book was sent. لِيَدَّبَّرُوا وَلِيَتَذَكَّرَ And so that he may take heed, he may take lesson. Who will take lesson? Who will be reminded? Ulul albab, the people of the intellect. Ulul albab, possessors of albab. Albab is a plural of lub, and lub is the core, the crux, the essence of something. And ulul albab are those who are endowed with intelligence, those who don't just look at the surface, but they go deep into the matter. So they don't just read the words, they also reflect on the meanings. They understand the benefits. And this doesn't come you know, very quickly, it comes with reflection. So, وَلِيَتَذَكَّرَ أُلُوا الْأَلْبَابِ So we see over here certain steps are necessary. Firstly, reading of the book. Secondly, تَدَبُّر on the book in order to understand the meanings. And thirdly, اِتِّعَاظ وَلِيَتَذَكَّرَ تَذَكُّر Meaning taking benefit, taking lessons from the Qur'an. Notice how, what comes first? Okay, in the ayah, what is first? Tadabbur is first. And then comes tadakkur. We cannot take lessons from the book of Allah until we understand the meaning. First understand the meaning, then take lesson. This is the proper way. In Surah An-Nisa, Ayat 82, Allah says, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ Will they not reflect on the Qur'an? Meaning they must. In Surah Al-Mu'minun, Ayah 68, أَفَلَمْ يَدَّبَّرُوا الْقَوْلِ Have they not reflected on the word, meaning the speech of Allah? They must. In Surah Muhammad, Ayah 24, أَفَلَا يَتَدَّبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنِ أَمْ عَلَىٰ قُلُوبٍ أَقْفَالُهَا What's wrong with these people? Will they not reflect on the Qur'an or are their hearts locked up? Unlock your heart. How? By reflecting on the book of Allah. Because the heart does get locked up. How does it get locked up? with so many biases and ignorance and desires and diseases, 
unlock it with reflection on the book of Allah. Set your heart free so that it can serve its purpose of existence, which is to worship Allah. And how can that be done? Through tadabbur of the Qur'an. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. وَمَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاءَ وَالْأَرْضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا بَاطِلًا ذَلِكَ ظَنُّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنَ النَّارِ أَمْ نَجْعَلُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ كَالْمُفْسِدِينَ فِي الْأَرْضِ أَمْ نَجْعَلُ الْمُتَّقِينَ كَالْفُجَّارِ كِتَابٌ أَنزَلْنَاهُ إِلَيْكَ مُبَارَكٌ لِيَدَّبَّرُوا آيَاتِهِ وَلِيَتَذَكَّرَ أُولُو الْأَلْبَابِ سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته